Welcome back to Gungan Graffiti. <laughs> okay, I think that's enough. That was our that was our intro music done by my good friend Jackson Newberger. He will he'll be here for most episodes from now on. As our live studio audience of one person, um, as you all know, uh, Jack has left us, sold his soul to the government, and so so we're going to take this in a different direction, and maybe not keep the podcast as explicit as it was back in the day, so it won't be wildly offensive anymore. Anyway, we got uh, Sam Woodward here. He was here a little while ago. Hey guys, it's me, Sam Woodward. Yeah. He's uh... Yeah, so we're going to talk about Star Wars, because we haven't talked about Star Wars in a while, and Sam's a big fan of Star Wars. Yes, sir. I'm quite the fan, I would say. Quite the fan. All right, so Sam, what's your, uh, what's your top ten... Star Wars characters. Okay. Um, I'm just going to ramble them off and then maybe explain them later if you want me to. Okay. My number one is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, My number two is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Number three is Emperor Palpatine. Um, In both the prequels and and the... Not the sequels, but the prequels and the original shows. Maybe the sequels. I don't know. Uh, Han Solo is number four. Number five is Lando Calrissian. Number six is Darth Vader. Number seven is Ahsoka Tano. Number eight is General Grievous. Number nine is Grand Moff Tarkin. And number ten is Jabba the Hutt. All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's actually cool. When, back when me and Jack went to Comic-Con, we met the uh, Thrawn creator guy. Oh, uh, what's the guy who wrote the book? Timothy Zahn? Yeah, and he signed Jack's action figure and book. That's awesome. That's that's cool. (laughs) There's Jackson doing some book sound effects. Beautiful. Um, Yeah, Thrawn. I mean, I I haven't seen all of uh, Rebels. I highly recommend it. I really do. And so, I haven't seen that much of Thrawn, but, I mean, I, from what I hear, he's pretty cool. He's yeah. Good bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's a really good bad guy. Like, the books, listen, if you're not a reader, it's okay. Because right. Rebels, I think, does a good job, you know, because he's in the last two seasons or whatever. And, yeah, they make him really good. And what I like about him and, like... Emperor Palpatine, because they're kind of similar in their, like, planning styles. They look ahead, and it's always, like, they know every move, like, in front of the rebels, that makes sense. They know the next move. But they need, like, a catalyst that's unforeseen for, like, the rebels to beat the Empire. Right. Like, in Return of the Jedi, the Emperor, Emperor didn't think, like, the Ewoks were gonna, like, help him out, you know? Exactly. So that's, like, a catalyst. Same thing with Admiral Thrawn. But I won't spoil anything for you. Cause, All right. Yeah. All right, I'll go. 
with mine. So I put uh, Han Solo first, obviously, because it's just it's Harrison Ford. He's pretty sexy. Yeah. Um, then I got Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. uh, Darth Vader slash Anakin, Luke, Chewbacca, because Chewbacca's just... He's pretty cool. He's Chewbacca, man. Uh, I put Leia sixth, then R2, then Count Dooku, Boba Fett, and Jango Fett are 9 and 10. Boba Fett, just because... I mean, Jango Fett... Is obviously cooler than Boba Fett because he does way more. Yeah. But there's just something about Boba Fett that yeah, makes you just like him better. I don't know. There's something about the Cloud City scenes with Boba Fett just gets me right. cool, dude. He looks so good. Yeah. So that's my that's my list. It's a uh, updated. I on. Uh, I was surprised that I put Count Dooku on. I was like, I was like thinking about it, and I was like, I really like Count Dooku, even though he's kind of like underused. Like, it's pretty cool. And in the, uh, have you seen the uh, the original Clone Wars, the two D animated one? Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that. Nice. And. Just Count Dooku's pretty cool in that. Yeah. I love General Grievous. I think he's super sick, especially in the old in that. Wars. Yeah. But if they would have like made Count Dooku better and like not had General Grievous, I'd have been okay with that because I love Count Dooku. Well, I heard someone say that they should take, they should have not killed off Darth Maul or killed off Darth Maul in Episode One. And just, like, have him do what General Grievous does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then, like, when Obi-Wan fights him, it's, like, more oh, of a... more, like, real, yeah. Yeah, like, awesome. it, it's more something we care about rather than just a robot yeah, versus yeah. Ewan McGregor. I mean, that fight is pretty sick. Though. It's cool, but, like, there's nothing behind it that makes you really yeah. care about it. No, that that would have been awesome if it was, like... You know, Obi-Wan versus, like, messed up Darth Maul in the movie. Oh, that would be cool. But, you know, it's okay. I like what they did with him in Clone Wars a lot. It was nice. All right, so what's your uh, top five moments? (sighs) Top five moments. Number one is the Battle of Endor. Okay. basically, like, the, the second half of Return of the Jedi. Um... I don't know, just something about that. It's like the final battle. The magnitude is awesome. All the Star Destroyers. And it's like, you know, the iconic moment when Admiral Ackbar is like, it's a trap. Right. I don't know, dude. It's just something about it. And like Palpatine set everything up perfectly. Not perfectly because they lost, obviously. But like, I don't know. I really like it. And like all the Star Destroyers and the Super Star Destroyer. Uh, Death Squadron is pretty sick. I'm all about that. Um, let's see. Number two. Number two is probably Order 66. All right. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I just get goosebumps every time I see, like, Kiati Mundi get mowed down. 
like I, I actually yeah. almost put Kiati Mundi on my top <laughs> ten list just because awesome. he's Kiati Mundi. Yeah, dude. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Obviously. Dude, I got a, I got him like, I got an action figure of him up in my room. Oh, that's sick. sitting there. That's baller. Um, number three, probably. Uh, the Cloud City moments, just like all of it, all of it, just like. I don't know, when they arrive, when he gets frozen in Carbonite, and then when Luke loses his hand, it's all right. great. It's all it's great. so good. I think that's the best, like, one of the best scenes in movie history, not just Star Wars history, just movie history. It's really right. great. <laughs> um, let's see. Number four, I think, is um, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon versus Darth Maul. That part's oh. awesome. Yeah, the duel of the fates. Duel of the fates. It's pretty radical. Um, that gives me goosebumps, too. Same. Yeah. Like, that movie, I think it gets a bad rap. I think it's a great movie. It's my favorite prequel. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Um, yeah, so that part's pretty nice. And then number four... I think it's going to be the Battle of uh, Yavin in Episode 4. Because that's, that's a really big battle, too. That's like the start of the Galactic Civil War, pretty much. Well, I guess right. like there's had been things before, like obviously Rogue One. But the Empire was trying to like conceal that. They weren't trying to like make a big deal out of it. Right. But once the Death Star was destroyed, they're like, crap, now it's a real battle. So, yeah, those are my top five moments. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so mine, I put the uh, Vader-Luke duel on Cloud City. That's mm-hmm. my number one. Oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. Just such a well-done fight. Because it's not like... Because, you know, you get the prequel fights and stuff where it's, mm-hmm. like, really crazy choreography, and it's really cool. But at the same time, like, this... Just like seeing Luke totally struggle, yeah, and like, like he doesn't know if his friends are okay or anything, and suddenly he's just like forced to fight Vader, and it's like the most evil person of all time, and it's like, I don't know, it's yeah. just how it looks too. It every everything about that fight is perfect. I think it's pretty realistic too. Like he's like running away half the time. He's like trying to put up a fight, but obviously you can't put up a fight against Darth right. Vader. All right, and then I got a few of these that are just like dialogue from movies that I really like from the movies I really like. Um, so in Empire Strikes Back, when they're on Hoth, it's when uh, Han's like trying to leave. Leia's like. We need you, Han. And he goes, we? Well, what about you need? I don't know what you're talking about. You probably don't. And then he walks off. I just... And everything after that, too. Just that whole conversation is one of the most well-written scenes of all time, I think. Oh, yeah. it's pretty good. Oh, it's... It's uh, Lawrence Kasdan. That's his name. The writer. He wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark, too. Nice, dude. There you go. He's a great writer. Uh, then three, I've got 
the Battle of Coruscant from the original Clone Wars. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, and how it like leads straight into the into the movie. It's great. I wish that I was like enough of a conscious human being back then to be able to have seen that Mm -hmm. and then been like, oh, this is like right before the movie. Because like I remember when that was on TV, barely, because that was like the year I was born. So like somehow it might have been reruns or something, but I remember seeing that on TV and just like being like Star Wars. (laughs) <laughs> not not understanding anything, you know. Uh, then number four, we're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, that's Just a great line. Another great scene, and I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that it's improvised by Harrison Ford. I believe that. Yeah. I would believe it because Harrison Ford's just the best. Yeah, that part's pretty funny. Um and. I had, this is kind of an old list I've got here, but I had the Obi-Wan General Grievous fight as five, but now that you said it, I think I'm going to switch it to the uh, Qui-Gon Obi-Wan Darth Maul fight. And you know what? I I would actually put Qui-Gon as number three on my top ten characters list. Okay, I like him too, actually. Yeah, I'd probably take off... I don't know, R two D two because he's R. I mean, he's R two D two, but like, yeah, like, like he's yeah. not. I don't know. He almost doesn't count. I feel like he's obviously a great character, but like, and I mean, for the fact that he's so, like, has so much personality for just a metal thing, you know, like the fact that they could pull that off is pretty crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I would uh, switch him out and throw Qui Gon in my number three spot because nice. Qui Gon's just Qui Gon's just a good character. I think he's very like, good. I like Qui Gon. Yeah, I mean, like it's hard to do like a top five and top ten list because there's so many good ones. I like, know, right? Like Darth Maul's one of my favorites. Like the whole Clone Wars Mandalorian um, Darth Maul scenes are awesome. Um, when he's like taking over, like dueling pre Vizsla, oh, it's pretty sick. Dude, the all of the Darth Maul scenes in the Clone Wars finale, dude, dude, just the whole every part of that, he was like yeah. so cool. Very well done. What about you, Jackson? I mean, you're you're sort of a low key Star Wars fan, but you got any favorite anything? Okay. All right. Um, I also have written down here that the Attack of the Clones soundtrack is underrated. Because no one thinks about it. That's true. And it's actually really good. Like, if you go listen to it, it's honestly one of the best Star Wars soundtracks. I like, yeah, I like when... I hate it when they're on Naboo. Um... It's like right. my least favorite scene in all of Star Wars. But the music's not bad. But like, they start kissing. It's like iconic music. It's good music. And yeah. so many people don't like that movie and consider it to be the worst one that, like, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would even consider 
listening to any of the music yeah. from it. Because, I mean, people are out there listening to, like, the asteroid field music from Empire Strikes yeah. Back. And yeah. the Duel of the Fates and all that. But, like, yeah, Attack of the Clones is some good music. Bad. Like, the Kamino song, that gets me, too. Kamino song. When, like, Obi-Wan goes to Kamino. Oh. And then, like... I don't know. It's like the rain and stuff. That's pretty cool. Like right. I, oh, that movie I've probably seen more than any other Star Wars movie. You think so? Because I watched it like every day after school. <laughs> like some scenes are really good. Like the Camino scene, I think is great. I think right. Geonosis uh, is it's great. A, it's, yeah. it's got like a weird vibe when he's on Camino. Yeah, I know. It's 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 pretty nice. But like, I'm sorry. Anything with Anakin. Just ruins it for me. Yeah, he's good in number three. I can't do it in, in Attack of the Clones. <clears throat> yeah, I, I can kind of see that. Um, no, 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 don't play that. We don't have the rights for that. <laughs> we can't play it. Jackson was gonna have us play some of the Attack of the Clones music, but the well, meadow, I guess the meadow here, yeah, do it. it okay, do it. We're we're so low key. Uh, no okay, there's Anakin, Padme, or the Meadow Picnic. We'll, and then we'll play Django's Escape later, because that's, that's a good one. Sounds like Harry Potter. Yeah. This is gay. Just think about it like John Williams. This is where he's talking about Sam, dude. The song. That's John Williams. Well, can you imagine him like watching it and being like, okay, here's how we're gonna do the music for this scene? Alright, I've seen enough. Let's go to Meadow Picnic. Yeah. Is this where he's like riding that like ball sack looking animal and he flies <laughs> off? Okay. Uh, Jack knows what those are called. It's in the series. Dude, let's freaking look them up. He just knows off the top of his head. He says it in one of the episodes. That's one of his. In our last episode, we were talking about how we're going to do Jack's funeral when he dies. <laughs> and we're going to burn him in a Darth Vader suit. Oh, okay. That's sick, actually. And we're going to have the uh, the song from Jabba's Palace play <laughs> Rocky Neck and <laughs> that one yeah dude what about uh, and we'll have uh, Sleaze Bagginal he's one of my favorite characters dude his name is Sleaze Bagginal that's <laughs> sick and what else that's funny yeah and then uh, Ooh, there he is that's well, that's what we're doing in this funeral. Jackson, you can speak. You're not mute. Well, this isn't helpful. It was, uh... Oh, yeah, we were gonna get a Jar Jar impersonator to come okay. to his funeral, too. That'd be awesome. Alright, let's do Jungle's Escape. Yeah, dude, this is like the best Star Wars. (laughs) 
This is the one I was thinking of. Oh my god. Confrontation with Count Dooku. This is a good one. Bacon. What? Jackson's trying to mouth stuff to me and I don't know what he's saying because he refuses to speak. Baconator Pringles? What a thing. Yeah, that's what we that's why Jack said, Jack said he doesn't want to defend our country. You know, he can, like, look past, um, all the black men's being, black men with their necks being kneeled on, but he can't Damn. look past Baconator Pringles, that's what he said. Jeez. That's where he draws the line. All right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey. okay, Jack. Hey, he's the one serving the country, man, I don't care. Yeah. He's defending us. Yeah. It's, okay, it's not even here. It should be here. Animals what the heck? Here. It should be right here. We'll have to look at the newer version, maybe. Here, I'll, uh, I'll Google it. Yeah. Um, I love how none of our none of our favorite moments or characters were in the sequels. I like that. I, I like that, too. <laughs> it's because, uh, I mean... There are some genuinely good moments in the sequels, and I can watch them and have a good time as long as I'm not by myself watching it. Yeah. But, man, it's like they don't, in my head, they don't exist. Yeah, no, I... They're just like fan fictions made by J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, like you said, some moments are great. But that's the problem. It's like it's like Attack of the Clones. Some moments are great, but most of them aren't. That's how I feel. Um, like uh, Rise of Skywalker, I actually liked. The They're called Shacks, spelled Shacks, like Shaquille O'Neal. Shacks or Shocks? I don't know. S H A A K. It's like Shock T. These bulbous herd animals, tan in color and rotund in shape, roamed the grassy fields of Naboo and raised for their meat. Mm. Ew, they're like, they, people eat those? Both the Gungans and the Naboo shepherd herds for their use. That's pretty gross. Sorry, anyway, continue that thought. Uh, uh, that was important. Thought. Um, it was very important. I was going to say, I liked... I liked um, Rise of Skywalker every time I watched it, but I haven't seen it in like three months or something. That's true. Like when yeah. I saw it in theaters, I, I was like, when I walked out of that, I was like, oh, I actually liked yeah. that. And I think probably my standards for it, like my expectations yeah. were just yeah. so low mm-hmm. that I was like, a surprise to be sure. I was like, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And that, the score for that one at the end was yeah. also really was good. good. 
he took like so many different like individual themes mm-hmm. from every movie and just Which mashed them all together. Yeah. The only thing I like, well, obviously there's a lot I wish he would have done, but like music wise, when Ray goes into like Palpatine's like room, like arena room, and all like the guys start singing. Yeah. I thought I was going to be they were going to start doing Duel of the Fates and I was like please do Duel of the Fates and like that'd be the greatest moment ever but dude I freaking loved Exical uh, Exical that was, was such cool, a yeah. cool planet yeah it was well done they they added enough they could add it way more but they added enough legends like material that it wasn't like J.J. Abrams making up garbage right like, and it was yeah. just like how it looked is so cool. The big mm. stone statues and crap. It's almost cool, like... Yeah. It almost looked at, like it was out of like Lord of the Rings or something. Mm-hmm. Which was, was cool. cool. Which is cool for Star Wars. I, oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't... I didn't think that like that was something I wanted. But, like, now I just want, like, some Star Wars thing that's set in, like, some ancient temples and crap. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's That's like what I'm a, hoping for like the High Republic is, dude. Yeah. Because it's all, all like Jedi, you know, so hopefully. Right. Well, it's like the, uh, do you remember that episode of Rebels where they find the like secret Jedi place? I don't remember what it is. It's like some kind of temple thing. Yeah. They go in the, and, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. kind of like Luke's cave experience. And they all have to like back. something, yeah. Yeah, like, like that's a... Like, that was a cool scene. Yeah. That was when I was like, oh, this show's actually really good. Yeah. Because that yeah. episode, like, made me, like, learn more about the Force than any of the sequel movies. Ever. Oh, yeah, no. Like, Rebels, as much as I, like, hate Ezra in the first season oh my gosh, and a half. so annoying. He's really he's so annoying. annoying. And it's, it's like... The first season, I feel like, is geared toward kids. But, like, we learn more from the Force, about the Force from, like, Kanan, than we do, like... And, like, Bendu later on. Honestly, I would it's probably so put Kanan in... Kanan's cool. ...my top characters, yeah. too, because just... I don't know, I like that he's kind of, like, a coward. He's kind of a loser. Yeah. And he's kind of ashamed of being a Jedi because mm-hmm. he's, like, not... Yeah. The best Jedi. Yeah. And so it's cool that he's learning as much as Ezra is when mm-hmm. he's teaching it's, him. It's really it's really well done, I think. And the moment where he meets like Bendu, have you seen that part? He like it's in season three, I think. Bendu. He's like this giant like bush tree animal. I don't think I've seen that episode. I made it like halfway through uh season three. Okay, nice. Bendu is really interesting. Um, he's like, he's a force wielder. He's not good or bad. He's in the middle. Then they call that the Bendu. Let's see if oh, I yeah. can find it. Um, it should be around here because these are all the force guys. We'll have to index it later. Let's freaking find it. He's pretty cool. So do you... What are your thoughts on the wills? You know about that whole thing? Mm -hmm. 
what are what are your thoughts on that? Do you wish that that was more like a That's Bendu, he's sick. Bendu, oh yeah. Yeah, he's interesting. He's like he's like Kanan's mentor pretty much. It's cool. That's yeah. cool, yeah. Um the Wills. Those are like the guys with the masks, right? Well they're like the like microscopic things that like live within midichlorians it's like super oh weird oh my gosh oh, and it okay, was gonna no, be no, like no. it was like what, what the George Lucas sequel trilogy yeah. was gonna have to do with um first off I think that George should have been on like in the room when they were making the, the sequels I don't think he should have directed it I don't either yeah. because that's that's the main thing he's good at yeah, he's good story. at coming up mm-hmm. with stories. And he even says that. Like, he doesn't really like making movies. Mm-hmm. He makes movies that he would want to see. And if he can't get someone else to make it, that's when he makes it. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting. Like, the sequels are decent movies, but not good Star Wars movies. No. They need... They need, like, nerdiness, if that makes sense. They need more lore. They need more stuff. That's true. And they need to not just be, like, reference. You should like this because you know it from an old movie. Because it's, like, the best part about the prequels is all of the new stuff. Oh, yeah. People... I agree. And, honestly, I think if it was reversed, if I, I think if movies like the sequels came out when the prequels came out, mm-hmm. people would like them better because yeah. that's kind of what people were expecting when the prequels came out because when they saw it, they're like, this is like nothing like mm-hmm. the trilogy, the original trilogy. And so a lot of people didn't like it because of that. But then now a lot of people don't like the sequels because there's mm-hmm. too much... What's it called? Fan service. There's too much fan oh, yeah, service sure. and like there's not enough world building, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what was so good about both the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, every movie added more and more yeah, worlds sure. and characters where, you know, we're just getting basically the... Like, Jakku is Tatooine. You yeah. know, like, it's not different. That's why Rise of Skywalker was better, because, like, Exegol was new Sith right. planet. You had to get your way across the the hyperspace anomaly, which is cool, I think. Yeah, so, like, they did a good job there, but, like, Force Awakens, I, I really liked it when it came out, and I can't stand it now. Like, same thing with, obviously, The Last Jedi is awful. But I haven't seen... The Force Awakens and so long. Yeah. So and I I probably I probably won't ever watch it again because okay, I have okay. good memories of it mm-hmm. from like seeing it and stuff, and so I probably won't watch it again so that like my thoughts on it don't get bad like okay. they are with like Last Jedi and stuff. Yeah. And I've. Yeah. I've come to like Last Jedi more mm-hmm. uh, with time because when I saw it, I didn't like it at yeah. all. And then from there, it just like 
got worse and worse where I just hated it so much. That's and then and then I was kind of like, well, no, this movie's just dumb. It's like I don't need to take this seriously. Yeah. I can yeah. I can watch and now I can watch it and make fun of it because it's mm-hmm. really dumb in parts. I think like one thing that last shit is good is uh, like the space battle scenes when they're like running away the MC-80B the Mon Calamari cruisers running away from you know Snoke's giant ship or whatever right. I think that's pretty cool I'm a big space battle guy so that was cool right like the whole Poe scene when he was destroying the dreadnought that was pretty awesome I was into that but, but yeah. one of the problems I think with The Last Jedi is that so much of it is spent in space yeah, yeah, it was too much. On, on yeah. like, spaceships, and so there's, you know, like, none of the world building. It's just a bunch of people on a spaceship with, like, oh, no, we're out of fuel, and they're yeah. going to get us. By the way, here's Poe. We're only using him because he was in the last movie. Yeah. So let's make him rebel. And let's make a new and stupid purple hair lady we have Admiral Akbar. That died. pissed me off the worst, dude. Dude, when he died, yeah. it was the saddest thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't even say anything about it. They're like, it's they're like, Leia's, like Leia's not dead, but she's like in a coma yeah, or whatever. So they're all like freaking out about it. But like Admiral Akbar, like, did you see what he did He's in Return of the yeah. Jedi? Like, freaking yeah. show some respect, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I know. Um, like, obviously, that sucked. And, yeah, but, like, I feel like if you, the more you, like, read into, like, the Legends, the old canon, the Legends, it's, like, hurts even more, because, I don't know, everything after Return of the Jedi, like, Legends is great, like, the New Republic and stuff. Right. It's, yeah, so, they could have had, they had all that material, but they decided not to, which hurts. Here's another thing. The Admiral who picks up the data, or like gets the data transmitted in Rogue One, Admiral Radis, it's the name of the ship, the MC-85, or MC-80B, in uh, The Last Jedi. The ship, like the big ship. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought that was a good little... Reference. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. Mm-hmm. Well... Anything to add, Jackson? No! No! I guess not. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about, Sam? <clears throat> you could you could do know. your ranking of the movies. Okay, I'll do that. I have that. Um, I might have to. Uh, redo. Oh, is that is that the guys you're talking about? The Wills. Cause um, maybe I don't I don't know I don't I don't know what they look like. That was interesting. I just I've mm-hmm. read some stuff about them and it's yeah. See, intended the weird. Wills to be microbiotic beings. He, yeah, then Yoda the... met them. I don't know about it that much, but it's it's interesting. Oh, it's in an ep- They're in an episode. It's like one of the last. Clone Wars episodes before the new season. Mm, it was that's cool. I don't know. Like I could tell, it had a lot of potential, but it, I don't know. Like there's like I the feel neutral like, one. They're like all different faces. Like I feel like it would have kind of 
taken it too far. No, it was it was kind of weird. Um, yeah, so I don't know how I feel about him. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad that there was none of that in, in movies. Yeah, I agree. Okay. George Lucas just functions on a higher brain level oh, than all of it's, us. It's really weird. Like, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I'm glad, and I'm glad he has so many cool ideas, but well, it's sometimes like it's too much. People yeah. always, like, talk about how, like, dumb he is, but it's like, he's, his no, brain's yeah, he's working, smart. his brain's working on such a higher level with, yeah, like, these entire universes inside his head that, like... He can't function like a normal human yeah. being. I mean that that quote like after um, the Phantom Menace when he's like, "I may have gone too far in a couple places." I love that. So I much. love that too. Yeah, and he's funny. like, "It's well, it's too late now." Yeah. So, well, dude, another one is when the one guy's like, "Well, isn't it just a red R two? <laughs> and he like loses. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Do you think that the entire Star Wars universe is inside George Lucas's neck? Oh, yeah. When he like goes like that, it's like right there. Yeah, definitely. It, it all takes back. place It when he says a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That's just him hiding the fact that he has a universe in his neck. Oh, yeah. He can visit it consciously. Uh-huh. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's very eloquent. All right. Let's hear you. So good. That's a great scene. Okay, my number one is Empire Strikes Back. Number two is A New Hope. Number three is Rogue One. Do you? Right. I know you're not really. I'm a not huge a Rogue. Fan Rogue I'm not One. a Rogue One fan. I love Rogue One. Okay, uh, Return of the Jedi. This is this is not favorite. This is just how I think. Like they're the best. Right. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, Rise of Skywalker, Phantom Menace. Solo, Attack of the Clones, Force Awakens, and then The Last Jedi. That's mine. Alright. Yeah, mine, uh, for a really long time, Empire Strikes Back was my number one, and then A New Hope. And then I got the, uh, like, the original versions of the original trilogy. Yes. And so then, and that was the first time I watched A New Hope, and, like, really paid attention to it mm-hmm. in like forever like I hadn't cause like obviously I had seen it plenty of times but like I hadn't really genuinely watched it in a while mm-hmm. so that time I like seriously paid attention and just like all the nostalgia came back that's cool and all of that so that's my number one now and then Empire Strikes Back and then The Phantom Menace Oh, okay, that's pretty high up there. Yeah, I know. A lot of people question that one. Then, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Attack of the Clones. And actually, Return of the Jedi and Attack of the Clones are kind of tied for me. Okay. But I, I just put Return of the Jedi up one because it's a better movie. Um, and then And then we got Rise of Skywalker, Solo. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rogue One, last. Rogue One's your last? Yeah, I just, I hate it. Why do you hate it? It's so boring until the last 20 minutes. No, no. And none of the characters I care about except the robot. Like, yeah. that's the only good character in it. Mm-hmm. 
I am sorry. I think it's very good. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. a little harsh on it. I admit that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it bugs me, and I think the script is really bad yeah. in parts. It's yeah. I I'll agree with you there. I don't. I know people love Cassie and Andor. I don't really like him. I think he's whatever. Um, I, think, I I don't yeah. not like him. I just don't care. Yeah. He has no personality. I like director Krennic a lot. (laughs) I do too, and... Krennic's a good character. Um, Saw Gerrera, I really like, because he's from the Clone Wars, and they put him in a movie. I loved that. I thought that was really good. Right. Um, Krennic's awesome. Darth Vader is what he's supposed to be in that movie. It's so good. Right. I... Yeah. Yeah, like, the whole third act of the movie I think is really good Mm -hmm. just everything before that drags it down for me yeah I mean the first part is like a little boring like she's a little girl and she's like in prison or whatever that's kind of boring well I like I can't remember the entire middle Mm -hmm. chunk of the movie unless I think about it really hard and then I'm like oh yeah they go to that desert planet Mm mm-hmm Another desert. And I don't planet. even remember that. And then it like yeah. gets blown up. Like, what's that called? Like Jada or Jetta. something? Jetta. Yeah. Jetta. I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's a cool yeah. planet. I like yeah. that city on it. The city is cool. Once again, it's yeah. got like big statues and stuff. Yeah. Which I like for some it's reason. Cool. Um, another thing is, is I think it's an updated look at the original trilogy. Like. When the Star Destroyer comes out of hyperspace and like the the ship crashes into it, I love that. I like so that much. too. Like all like the in space when it's like the the Corvettes come in and the Star Destroyer and like that the gate like the the uh, <laughs> shield gate spaceballs gate. Dude, it looks so good and the Tie Fighters and stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean the cool great. thing about that is that it's the first time anyone had seen mm-hmm. that era. Yeah, since the the early eighties, oh, yeah. so it looks it looks so good. I loved it. Yeah, the whole like Vietnam type thing that was on cool the beaches. Too. I wish there was a little more of that. Yeah, of them on the beaches, uh-huh. like running from the ATATs. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I wish that was a little longer. Mm-hmm. Less of the stuff inside the uh, big tower. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that. Like the scene where they climb up the thing yeah uh, no you're right some parts are kind of dumb but like I like that cause then it just Cassian's not dead but gone he like fell yeah. down you know and then Krennic's like death troopers are like shooting her I think that's pretty sick yeah really? I like it a lot yeah I the main good thing about that is that like it's Star Wars mm-hmm. wars and there's like a legitimate war in oh, that yeah. movie it's definitely cool where when you look at like the sequels it's like yeah it's like kind of a war but you really don't yeah. care I, I think it's like I don't know it, and it's like it could be universal like that could be just take out the characters and like where it is, it could be a freaking Vietnam movie. It could be a World War Two right. movie. Uh, I like that aspect because it's like, yeah, I realistic. I mean, screening. that's that's what I want to see. Because if they're going to keep making Star Wars movies, 
then let's just be done with the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Like it's completed, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so let's just leave it there. And then let's like let's just make these side stories about like random people in mm-hmm. and like just change it up. Like solo mm-hmm. is is great because it's low key. Like there's yeah, not a bunch of big key. stuff happening. Yeah. I was I was a little annoyed when there was like the whole big star destroyer in the Oh in, in the, the uh, yeah. Shoot, what's the the, the Kessel, Kessel run. run. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of like, uh, I don't want to, but like they got away from that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I I don't want to see the empire for a while mm-hmm. or anyone I know. I just want to see like mm-hmm. some movies like Solo, maybe a little better yeah. than Solo because Solo's not great, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see like something about like Qui-Gon or like right. something after like that's why I love Mandalorian and I feel like it's even though the Empire's still kinda in it, I, I love how they're super weak, I feel like. Right. I didn't like the first half of the Mandalorian. Okay. I felt like it was pretty slow and repetitive. Yeah. But but then the second half really the second half picked up got going, so I think there will be more when they make the second season. I think yeah. it'll be better. Also, the one chick, the freaking bomber from oh, like, yeah. the Rebel Bomber, Rebel she's so bad at acting. Yeah, I don't really like her. <laughs> uh-huh. But besides that, I, I do like The Mandalorian, and I really didn't want to like it. Okay, yeah. It's Disney. Yeah. No, I thought it was... Um, I thought it was pretty good. It was like 8.5 out of 10. Pretty good. The thing I'm worried about is, though, is that, like... I love how it's a completely different, like, universe. Like, he didn't know what a Jedi was or, like, a Force Wheeler was because he's like, right. what is Baby Yoda doing or whatever? What's the child doing? So I'm worried in season two because they're, like, talking about putting Boba Fett in, Ahsoka in. I'm worried it's going to become too engulfed. Oh, what? Like the, they're going to yeah. put Boba Fett in? Yeah. That, that'll ruin it. I mean, it'll be cool for, like, a second. No, but... I don't want... Okay, may, if you give Boba Fett one scene... Yeah, and they're like, they're like bump in the hall or something and like... Or, or like if he just like... Like we just see Boba Fett. Like like do one episode that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with anyone we know about. Okay. Or... No, no. Do a, do a Star Wars show that's like... Like the Twilight Zone, where every episode, like... That'd be cool, actually. It's an anthology show. Yeah. And so you just do one episode that's Boba Fett, and he doesn't talk the whole time. And, like, we don't get to know anything about him personally, but it's just literally him hunting someone down. That'd be cool, actually. That'd be sick. And then... I like that. And that's all the Boba Fett I would ever need. I wouldn't want anything more than that. Yeah, that's funny. I'm very hopeful for the High Republic because yeah. it should be far enough. It, I don't think it's far enough away because it's only it's 200 years before uh, Phantom Menace. I think, you think they, it should be? I think it should be like 500. Older. Yeah. Like I love and I love the Old Republic too. Like 
you know, like, uh, uh, I don't remember any of the names right now. This It's like a thousand years before the Battle of Yavin or whatever, which is cool. And I'm, I'm pumped for that higher public because it's like peaceful times. There's just but like, tons of Jedi. Tons of Jedi, and they all like look cool. It should be interesting what like the... That yeah, enemy would be. I mean, that's that would be cool to just have it set in a completely yeah. different time where... Be interesting. Like, none of the people we know yeah. are even close to existing. It'll be, like, prequel-esque, which is going to be... It'll be, like, young Yoda. That'll be interesting, too. I don't know if I'll like that, but... It'd be yeah, cool. well, dude, if they ever... Like, tell us what the species is for Yoda. I'm going to lose it. Yeah, I don't think they will. It, like, that's kind of why I was skeptical of... I don't know if skeptical is the right word. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of worried about Mandalorian because of baby Yoda. I was like, oh, please don't... Uh, please don't reveal anything about Yoda species. Is it a mystery? Yeah, I'm glad they... But you know, didn't. I think Dave Filoni has enough respect yeah, and understanding guy, yeah. of the universe that he's not gonna do something like that. Yeah, for sure. Like he, yeah. I mean, it's the Clone Wars is his baby. I think he'll be okay. And I love like John Favreau. I think he did a good job on Mandalorian. I think he did do he's a good like, job on he's that like too. A real lore guy, not like just not not Star Wars lore, but just like lore in general. Like he'll put it in there and. I think right, he know he knows what he should put in there, and he knows yeah. what he shouldn't. I agree, and he'll yeah. do, I mean, he'll do some fan service and things, but he's not gonna like. There's no problem. With he that, yeah. he's not gonna like overdo it, and yeah. some of it's gonna be like obscure things that a lot of people aren't gonna understand unless they're like diehard fans. Which I love that. I think that's that's what I. It's like. It's good. Yeah. There's so much crap like that. What do you think about how uh, there's going to be like a Taika Waititi Star Wars trilogy or whatever? I'm excited. I think he... I don't know. I think he's like a little overrated. I like him a lot, though. That's the other thing. Like, I don't know. It'll be like funny and interesting and exciting. I think it'll be... I hope it's not overhyped. I'm hopeful, but... I don't know. We'll yeah, see I mean, I kind of feel like... Depends on the era, I think. So, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson is actually a really good director. Mm-hmm. His... Because Knives Out is done really well. I don't I like, like that movie yeah. that much, okay. plot-wise. But um, he has this movie called Brick. that was like his student film. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a... it's It sounds really dumb when you describe it. Here... Hang on, this uh, is going to end. It ends at an hour, so I'm going to restart it. So anyway, uh, Brick, It's it sounds kind of dumb, but it's set in high school, and it's like a detective movie, kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's actually really cool. Nice. Oh, you told me about this. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I have. It's it's great. So anyway, what like what I think what happened with him is he made these low-budget movies, these low-budget indie movies, and then they give him Star Wars, and they're like, here's all of this money, here's full creative power, go crazy, and he was just like, 
like he hadn't done anything that big before. Yeah, that makes sense. So it kind of screwed up The Last Jedi because of that. Yeah, I'm with you. That makes sense. I mean... So, so but my point for that was, I... Like, I know Taika Waititi did Thor. Thor. I love and that it was movie. I, I a good was movie. Good. Yeah. But should we keep giving him movies like that? I think, I think that he should get um, a trilogy. Because I, I don't think we should make that mistake again of having... JJ, uh, Ryan Johnson, and JJ. Yeah. I think that was a huge mistake. I agree. So, like, it worked in the original trilogy. Yeah, but George Lucas, like, he was planned he was everything out. Yeah. I mean, it was his. To... Well, yeah, exactly. So, I think he'll do a good job. He just needs to have, like, someone like Timothy Zahn or, like, Dave Filoni, like, to, you know, give him, giving him direction. George Lucas. George Lucas. Bring in George Straight Lucas. Up. Like, like I know that him and Disney don't have a good relationship, but yeah. like, if Disney was smart, they would yeah, say, George, George Lucas, yeah. we screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need you to come back and help us fix what we've done. Yeah, no, that that'd be that'd be their good move. That'd be their best move if they did that. I think. And. Honestly, I I mean I can see George Lucas saying no. Yeah. But I think they should do that anyway. Cuz even if they did it and like made that public, a lot of people are going to respect the oh, franchise yeah, a lot more. Sure. Yeah. And so people will say, "Well, Disney, they realized that they kind of screwed everything up and Yeah. It's good. And you know, we should Go see movie. Go see the Star Wars movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh... It's... I, yeah. I feel like now that we've gotten the sequel out of the way, I'm much more hopeful of the future. I, I kind of yeah. feel like that, too. And as... Like, as crazy as this is, if we're gonna... If they're gonna keep doing Star Wars TV shows, mm-hmm. I kind of want... Like a Han Solo, Chewbacca show because I just oh that'd be cool actually freaking yeah. Alden Ehrenreich was so good in that movie mm-hmm. and yeah like I don't know something about that just made it yeah me like, want to see more mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be a trilogy because I don't want them to go ahead with whatever dumb Darth Maul plot they were gonna go with yeah I just want us, them to give us like a like a show starring Alden Ehrenreich. That'd be cool. With Han Solo and Chewie just yeah. doing stuff. I didn't. I didn't really like. I liked Solo, and I liked um, what's his name, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. I did not like Childish Gambino. I did not like Donald Glover. Oh, he was. And I was yeah. thinking that he was gonna be the best one in like, it. He's gonna be great. It was such a bad performance. It I was, because the difference yeah. is Alden Ehrenreich was like. Like this is the hard, like this is the hardest character to mm-hmm. try to do yeah. because it's so iconic. Yeah. So I'm not just gonna do an impression of it. I'm gonna make it my own thing, and you know I'll act like Han Solo acts, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna 
Like, I'm not going to overdo it. I'm going to make it, treat it like any original character. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like Donald Glover was just like, okay, I'm going to go watch Star Wars, see how yeah. Billy D. Williams did it, and I'm going to try to do my best to copy that exactly, and it just did not turn out. It did not. No, because, like, I feel like Lando is, like, this, like, charismatic, nice, funny guy, and he's, like... He's, he's like, sort charming. Of and charming, but he's, like... Donald Glover's just... He's, like, annoying and kind of mean. And he is annoying. Right. The last thing I want to say is that there's a lot of new hope for Star Wars. New hope. That's, That's good. Um, yeah. You won't see me for two years, so see you in two, two years. Two years, yeah. Good luck on your... Uh... Your mission. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Nice to talk with you. Great about talk Star with Wars. You. I love. Glad it. to bring this this show back to its roots. Oh yeah. And Jackson Newberger, everybody. Sam Woodward. Goodbye.